The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to a very special episode of The Next of Kin. Uh, it's going to be a short episode. Uh, Christian and I are going to do uh, our impressions of Black Adam, which we saw literally like 20 minutes ago, as well as a quick conversation about Tales of the Jedi. Correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. Welcome back, Christian. How are you? Good. Uh, this is Next of Kin podcast. I'm your host, Rich, joined by my son, Christian. <laughs> How are we doing? Good. All right. So let's get right into it. Uh, Black Adam. We just, we literally... Uh, went to see it today. It's a Friday uh, in the middle of the day, and then we ran right over here, turned the heat on. <laughs> it's yeah, freaking here. cold yeah. here in Emerge today. Uh, and uh, But uh, right off the bat, like I guess I'll start with yeah, just saying um, I did not have any high expectations on this. Right, I, I uh, went no. in with very little expectations, so my thoughts were uh, give me something that's I figured not if awful. anything it would be bad. I figured if anything, sure. I, I, I was like, I was going in, I didn't have any expectations, though. Yeah, so. so, I mean, that was kind of my expectations. I figured it, to be honest, I guess my expectation it was going to be bad, if that makes more sense. I just usually, like, assume, like, with DC, and it was, like, a bit of a, I, I don't know. Just, I don't know, there was just a weird vibe for this for this film, but uh, I don't even think the marketing is totally, like... Yeah, the marketing's kind of a weird thing. Isn't it was even more like, like, the, full, it, it like was, the full vibe doesn't really catch the vibe of what the the movie is fully. Didn't you, didn't you kind of feel like the marketing was almost like targeted for people, like kind of like behind the scenes, almost like trying to create a create a groundswell for this thing, like at conventions and like well, they were rock in. And, you know. There was a heavy marketing push for this because again, like they literally pushed everything. Again. Warner Brothers barely put anything out towards the end of this year because they didn't have the money to. So they so, needed this to do well to like for uh, their own like going forward purposes. Correct. So, correct. So like there has been a pretty big marketing push. There was like a post credit scene for that stupid uh, like dog, the uh, pet superhero oh, movie. Pet superhero. I yeah, didn't there's like there's a post credit scene with Black Adam and that. So like, like literally not animated, right? They like just... an animated, you know, with an animated one. Look, like, they animated him like a dog, like into it. Is like and I'm like, what? Like you're just gonna advertise like your next so movie wait, wait, wait. in the post credit scene? Before the movie scene? even came yeah. out, they yes. already had an animated I, version I, of Black Adam as a dog. No, like, well, no, his, they had Black, Black Adam Adam's and they had dog. and then they have the dog as well. His, the, is it Black Adam's? dog? I don't know if you see Black Adam like face, but you see the voice. So the you see the dog, and the dog I think is voiced by the Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't the way they did the rest of the movie, but I don't, I don't know. I or didn't something, see the movie, I don't know. So. Yeah, just... Well, that's pretty funny. But I mean, actually, um... <laughs> it, might, it might have been Blackout. I don't remember. Either, either way, they, like, they literally had an it, advertisement so... in the post credit scene of a different film to well, this. The... So, so I will say the marketing's been um, oppressive for this okay. film, so, <laughs> including, I like, don't remember the, the Rock posted seven videos in a day about this well, movie one that's time. what I kind of meant, like, that it was more like coming like, from, from... He was like, really pushing it. Like, well, this is something... This supposedly was his big project. I mean, he has, like... I mean, this character is literally, like, a D-list comic character <laughs> with, like, a very little story there. I, I, so, for like, whatever reason, he, he felt like this was a big thing. But it, let's not... So. We already kind of talked about yeah. this character, about that before. We just get right into the movie. So... 
Um, again, so obviously from this point, we have a bunch of spoilers. The movie's been out about, about a week and a half now. So in our my mind it was like they did the the big thing at the beginning like the narrator yeah, flashback with like narration I think that was the worst part of the flashback it probably was it remind me and it of... wasn't well shot either okay that was like it was very it was very confusing it was kind of like disorienting. it reminds me of uh, what was the what's the what's the uh, X Men with the seven with the four horsemen movie which one is that oh Apocalypse it, yeah remember kinda, the beginning I, I of Apocalypse kinda, yeah it got it me the, I like, can see that yeah here we are in Egyptian times yeah, and, but it had like uh, really it had twenty four million B C but it had narration in the, this opening and it was like kind of like yeah. a like an ancient thing relating to the right. character and like I will say like the what, what's the country? I don't remember what the country right, is called. The, Con, the, Condor or something, the, whatever. They whatever the, name, they had some yeah. made-up DC country, which is fine. Uh, which I, which I don't care. But I'm that's okay. cool. I, I prefer that to be honest. Um, and it feels real. It feels like a real place. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Like sometimes when you make up like a country or a place in a movie, like it doesn't feel lived in. Or it, it doesn't you feel can't like even an tell where this place. country might even be. Yeah, this I, one. This one feels like. Remember, like the the place in Suicide Squad, like the town they went to, sure. like the country there. It's like slightly less detailed than like that. Like sure. Town. Yeah, like, yeah, because that's a fake. It country feels slightly too. less of a. That country felt like a real, real country. Like where this one feels slightly. This felt maybe like a little a, bit lesser than like that. some variation of an of a of an like northern African. But like a, Eastern, like a like a like Mesopotamia era. That's you know, been ruled like by a series era, of different like area different uh I don't know occupiers for right. a period of time. That and that's a theme right. in the film. So then we get so. through that and they kind of set it up. But then of course, as you find through the course of the film that the, the, the legend isn't really accurate. So that's kind of, I think, why they did it, because they set up the whole legend, and then they just kind of get yeah. to a point where they say, well, no, no, we're kind of, we kind of, we were, we yeah. were making that shit up, so. After the, the, the opening, I guess you want to call it, like the, the, the title sequence, then I, then the film, I think, actually gets, like, once it goes to modern day, then yeah. I, in more, then I was kind of more on board with it. Yeah, we kind of get this, like, you got these, these kind of whatever, a, oppression going on, uh, I guess, within the, this What's country? the squad called that was, like, uh, taking over. It was like a, like a, almost like a mercenary group. Like this galactic or what are they called? I forget what they're called. I I've already blanked on what they're called. Yeah. Um, they're in like Young Justice too. They just they they're like a group that basically has access. Intergalactic to gangsters is what they basically inter are. Merc- inter inter something right. Inter, I don't know. Yeah. Either way, they um. They just kind of have like access to different like alien and like advanced tech that's kind of like I guess left behind. But it's the basically different, different, a lot of mercenaries like, and, yeah, and exactly. stuff like that. And Either they're way, kind of set up checkpoints yeah. around the city and and the people kind of oppressed and. And it's and, like a it's obviously a pretty poor um yeah. like country. They they said they've been had a series of like occupiers like over the course. They don't right. specify or anything. But even when like um the Justice Society shows up later, they get the very like uh like common treatment of like kind of like the the foreigner trying to come in and like help us like right like help being the in quotations or well so. before we get to the yeah so obviously there's a kind of geopolitical thing that they're trying to set up with this yeah, a little that you've got all these superheroes but they really don't they only help with big picture stuff they're not doing like little picture kinds of things mm-hmm. they're not really there helping you know batman's yeah. not there like and taking this, down this has like the justice society in it um, well, before we about, get to the, before we get to, black, to Justice Society, yeah, like they let's so they so they the, there's the there's the there's the mother with her brother and a couple dudes looking for uh, the crown, this crown that uh, the ancient king wore, and they get surrounded by the mercenaries, and so yeah. she kind of knows how to awaken. Um, she realizes that that uh, it's not Black Adam. What is his name in the thing before that? Like Teth Adam. Teth I think. Adam. They call him Teth Adam most of the time. You film. know, until like, they get to the end when he's Black Adam. Um, 
and, and and so she's able to awaken him, and then that's where the move where the movie catches up takes off because he's quite um he he's he's quite he's quite a handful, and they they do um, it pretty I was, well. Like, specifically, um, I'll talk about. I guess we can talk about the Rock just as the character. Yeah, like um, we're not. I'm not the. I don't. I like the Rock for the most part. Uh, I don't not enjoy him in films, but he's not. Right. But he's very often the same character sure um especially in like a lot of those uh like kind of all blend together action movies that he does sure. that are kind of like with skyscraper and like the one with kevin r where he always wears like the joke with the he's always got yeah. the same colored this shirt is, on he's slightly he's not quite that character in this he's not this i don't I think wouldn't he's, say he's that character in this he's at not all. Go, he's not good enough actor to completely break his character his his character type yeah. but he clearly is a much more serious version of that He's not really cracking jokes, and no, he's, he's not comedic. He doesn't. He don't even. He doesn't. He never flashes the big rock, well-known rock well, smile. Well, there's a couple things like you one, know, he's very much out of time because he's like was yes. been locked away for five thousand years. Well, for the so, first whole like, sequence, he doesn't even speak English. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, he's only speaking in whatever the name. So, like he doesn't really know. Look, he does. He doesn't even recognize his like own, own country basically right. around him. Uh, so he has that. a cool line when he says like your magic is weak or something when the, like that. When the that. guns are shooting, when he's been shot guns, by guns, and they do it with like a like a yeah. subtitle. Uh, and I that whole say, first like, sequence when he kind of yeah. destroys the mercenary, kills all the mercenaries, I was like, we, we've was had, pretty good. We've had um, again the character, the, the gimmick of this character is that like he like kills, but then obviously like we've had that gimmick many 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 times before, and there are plenty of comic characters with that gimmick or hero characters, but with certainly that not. To but this no, level but usually it's not like a. It's not like a Superman level like right. being that. Uh, right. That's also a because by the end he's a hero, I guess. So yeah, well, it takes yeah. him most of the movie. He's an anti-hero for most of the film. Yeah. So, um, but we we learn the backstory. Oh, the that action is the, real quick. The we, action sequence yeah. though, before we go on, like the action sequences, um, especially that first one yeah. when you first get introduced to him, where he's like very very nonchalant when he's dealing with like the. Right, the guys, because that's the thing. Like he's very, very powerful, but it's most of the time very, very nonchalant. The power he dishes out, the way, right. he, like in the first scene, yeah, like he's not after, like one punch. Like after man he gets out of the cave like where he gets summoned, and like there's this whole scene where basically you kind of see him doing like a slow mo scene because I guess that's how he sees what's going on around him. Right, and he basically is just kind of like like maneuvering like every, all the weapons of the enemy right. and like the different the vibe around him, and then like he goes through, and then it all yeah. gets destroyed behind him essentially. Yeah, so like. It's it's not like it's it's not there's not really effort for most of it. Uh, he doesn't even really get a, a. Most of the characters in the film can't really contend with him. He only gets injured in the end of that first sequence, which is how he ends up with the family by like a special because thing. of something which is the same metal that was being mined as the crown. I think, it, too, that's like, a, as the crown. So yeah. that is his only vulnerability is that is that metal because um, it injures him, and then they basically take him back to the city. And then that's where the movie kind of takes off too, where it kind of, where they know like the 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 the, like the, the mother and the son, they kind of know. They know the legend of. They his, know who he is. Yeah. Like there's he's, a big statue that yeah. they think is him, and yeah. um. And there's a whole legend for his character that we learn about, and and, and, he's he, like and an he has a weird. The, of he, the... the first person he wakes up to is the boy, mm-hmm. and the the young kid, you know, obsessed that, with superheroes. He's got superhero. Yeah, he's covered in, and he, he zapped. Know, like when he wakes up, he literally zaps the wall, and it's like in the where Superman's like faces. Right, like, uh, and they do a nice job with that. They do a nice job with him connecting with the kid. And then he immediately kind of feels that level of protector, mm-hmm. and then you know his introduction to the to the woman, 
Uh, yeah. And then as the movie goes on, you see that it kind of is very he he sees them as like his own family, as his, his own. You well, know, they remind him at least, or at least like because even really, the age. There's not really a the, moment where he like looks yeah. at them and sees oh, and like like connects the dots, but yes. like the way they're casted, it's almost very intentionally. Yeah, like done they almost reason. like the the two women almost look alike. Yeah. Like, like they could yeah, use the so. same actors. And then actress. it's both a, they're both a boy. Yeah, um, the boys are probably the same age. The action and... sequence again, but back to those action sequences just very quickly. Um, there's not really a bad action sequence in the film, I would say. And DC hasn't always blown me away with a lot of its action. Um, so yeah, I would say it was unique. Like, for, especially his his stuff. The, there was things that they did where he sees the bullets in slow motion and yeah. the way he some of it's familiar, but there's some but other it, weird. But 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 most, but even but though it had around, its own it like had its own his, version mm-hmm. of the way he could kind of move around quickly, even within his own slow yeah. down kind of time frame where mm-hmm. he can move. And it, again, it felt nonchalant. It felt like he was like not like even exerting right. that much uh, effort a lot of the time while he was combating. So during the course of that, um, we we are introduced to the Justice Society. Yeah, they they see is, him on the news or whatever. Yeah. Waller wants. Him like contained or whatever. We well, see the Justice like Society, you know, they bring back Waller, which we know from Suicide Squad movies as well as Peacemaker. Um, you know, so they bring that character back. And, and we get Hawkman. Hawkman. Uh, Dr. Fate. Who Pierce Brosnan steals the yeah, film the in my character. mind. Um, I mean, like he kind of. Yeah, 100%. He, he oh, I, like, I ended up liking Hawkman quite a bit. I ended up enjoying Hawkman's portrayal a yeah. lot. Um, and, I, and I would like to see both like, well, I mean, we're not going to see uh <laughs> What's yeah, we're gonna have to get a new Doctor Fate. Which but um, but I would like to see Hawkman again. He's on a lot of Justice League teams before. Even in that one, the most famous animated um, what's it called? The most famous animated like Justice League show. Like Hawkman's one of the main members on the team. Right. So, well, there's different versions of Hawkman. There's Cyclone and um, what's the other one? Um, Adam Smasher. Yeah, Adam yeah. Smasher, and I forgot the other Cyclone. Cyclone. Well, Cyclone's effects were cool too. Her powers were very interesting. I hadn't really seen anything in a show like that before. Yeah, I mean, she, she, again, those two are used significantly. Adam less. Smasher or just yeah, Adam. Her his real quick. His mask is identical to Deadpool's. It looks like he's wearing it's a blue Deadpool mask. He's got a blue Deadpool it's, it's mask. Way too similar. And like, he has basically Ant Man's growth powers. Yeah. But I mean, they obviously that's fine. both like, universes like, that's always fine. had like, similarities. Growing, I'm not even complaining with the growth. No, no, guys. no, no. Like, but the mask definitely reminded me. But it me put of me out blue. of it. Like every time yeah. I saw the mask, it genuinely pulled me out of the film. Yeah, somebody like, in the production costume. It looks way, way too similar. Way like too the much. eyes were almost identical, and even like kind of his movement at times was very like Deadpool esque. Yeah. Like especially the one scene the, when he's the, like the when he's costume, big and he's like kind of sprawling around. The rest of the costume is really good, and they. You know, I like the color scheme. It's just the face yeah. looks exactly like the, the Deadpool mask. mask. I got to go like, back and look at the comics. I feel like there was, should have been more. You know, and maybe it's comic accurate. Like, I'm not sure. But either uh, way, it, just, still, it just ended up feeling really, once really it looks so much like mm-hmm. Deadpool, they could have fixed that. Yeah. The, the secondary characters are fine. Like, yeah, he's, like kind of, yeah. he's kind of dopey. Those two are, Cyclone and what's her name? Are, well, you I, know what he reminded? He was yeah. a cross between like kind of like the Goofy Flash yeah. as well as kind of like a like kind of a Goofy Deadpool. And then also kind of a mixture of a little bit of Ant Man mixed yeah. in there too. Like he was kind of the little bit yeah. of comic relief they were that very we had. Much his relationship guys, with his so. relationship with Hawkman was funny because Hawkman's like you and me in the plane later. Yeah. We're talking about he was that. Com- they were like comedic almost. Yeah, like-, like but but I agree. I thought they did a nice job with Hawkman uh, Carter. I can't remember the guy's first name. Yeah, 
Um, you know, he's supposed to be the super wealthy dude, and they they did a nice job establishing. He's immortal too, I think, isn't he? He's um, Hawkman supposed to be like immortal or something. No, because that's there's two different Hawkmen. There's like I may I'm probably getting this wrong, but I thought there's one that's like in the comics, which is like an interplanetary guy, and then there's also Hawkman that's just like an Earth dude who's just rich. yeah, I don't know, it's good. yeah, yeah. I, I forget, but either way, yeah. but um, yeah, he Hawkman, can't be immortal because he was Justice Society Dr. people. Fate Hawkman and Fate have like the most screen time; they get the most yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, Hawkman is kind of the main um antagonist, not antagonist, but the main like for part of the film. Like, there's always like the there's like rotating antagonists because like for a while they do a really good job of having Black Adam and the Justice Society in conflict, but without having it feel forced. Right. Like, there's actually a good reason. Like, not a good reason, but like it feels like it like it would like they would make sense. Like, it's natural that they end up fighting, and uh, right. And they, the personality types and, like, kind of, like, the more rigidness, like, kind of stereotypical. The Hawkman's job was to kind of be, like, the very stereotypical, like, heroes don't kill role. Right. For, and be the foil to um, Black Adam, who is, like, a bit more, like... Well, let me play who, who, who views it a lot more simplistically well, pl- and almost has, question. like, the oppressor logic of being, like, from the, the, the nation that was oppressed. And well, the kids almost the gives it to him. Let me ask the devil's advocate. Is yeah. it too much at times... Um, is he too Batman and Batman versus Superman? Um, slightly, but I, I don't think it's nearly as egregious though. Like as like Batman v Superman, like every scene is almost like egregious. Where this one is like, no, that's literally like a because, because Superman Superman wasn't doing anything right. in like at least this guy is like doing some pretty uh dishing out pretty big levels of destruction. He's out Don't of nowhere. He just woke up. You don't necessarily know. It's buy. not like Superman who was literally on Earth for God knows how many years before Batman decided to freak out yeah. and like go nuts. You knocked my like, building over. Like, it's like he just showed up. Like he just showed up. Martha! Yeah. All they have to go off is the legend, which the legend doesn't seem very good either. <laughs> so like Well the legend he was a protector of oh, the I town. Guess, but I guess but, but they oh, but, but I guess way, it's but, but hold on wait, so. you know, I just thought about that though. Yeah. They had already saw the artifacts that that wasn't true. Yeah, they knew that wasn't that true. The legend they had an idea that wasn't so, true. But they so. don't reveal that so much later in the film. But but what's his name? But, but they but, knew at but that they moment. Knew, but the Justice the Justice Society did know though. They knew especially at that moment. Um, right, right. Especially Fate and Hawkman definitely did. Those two so. know and I think obviously Waller knows. But we don't really reveal why they're so worried yeah. about him. But I feel there's a thing with fate. Quick, hold on, hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, actually, I go, feel yeah. like there's a thing with fate where he kind of sees the bigger picture. And I, I do want to say that Pierce Brosnan, in my mind, he is it. he just yeah. kills it in this role. Like, A, they couldn't cast somebody better, and he definitely rose to the occasion. Yeah. Like his Dr. costume is really yeah. good, and his powers are... I haven't seen anything done like that where his powers... Because you could say, well, he's a lot like Doctor Strange, I suppose. Could easily end up feeling a lot like Doctor Strange. And but they, they, they do, really but did a, a good job. difference between yeah. it. Um, his costume is amazing. Yep. His, like, the helmet, I, can't, I couldn't think of a better, like, appearance to the helmet, like, on screen. Like, like it seems perfect. Um, he, I, I like Doctor like Doctor Fate's very cool character, especially in like Young Justice. Like, uh, like they use Doctor Fate right. and end up using him a lot. And uh, he's it like it feels a lot like that version of the character. Although that version is more um the host is trapped and like the helmet's always on right. more than like this version, which actually the the host seems to get a little bit of free will. Right. Um, more free will than that. Well, because he he's been in the costume for he's had the costume for yeah. so long. But it's like, the same version. Like uh, it's Kent Nelson. It's the, main, it's, it's the main. It's it is the main. Um, uh, what's it called? And the, he um, it is important to the like kind of a. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the. I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, for Black Adam, like for where like how his views shift slightly, 
Right. Or like, I'm, both his, his own belief in well, that, himself. Like um, That one scene where he goes in and he tries to talk to him, I yeah. think is really well done. And I think it kind of sets up a lot. Let's not get stuck on all and the, every really, scene. Fate isn't film. overly judgmental of, right. of uh, what's it called, either. Because Fate does kind of, well, Fate is a pretty, uh, uh, what's it called, binary being in terms yeah. of, like, decision, like, good and bad. Like, Fate, like, is, is very straightforward. Right. So... So, so I did. I did like that. Um, but he always is looking for a third option. He he feels that like yeah, he's trying to get Hawkman to understand that there's kind of a third option out there. He doesn't know what it is, but there's mm-hmm. got to be a third option. Yeah, he kind of has that's this, kind of a he running this, thing that like he doesn't like his future seeing ability, and he kind of touches the helmet. And throughout the film, we kind of see these different visions from later on, right. where we kind of get the sense that he sees that there is a bad like something bad is coming that he can see, and he's trying to change it before it happens. Right. Um, and then we do see the different versions of that fate, the way it plays out. Yeah, so, um, I don't know. I mean, what else do you want to talk about with it? I mean, the bad, uh, the bad guy is pretty typical. What's our thing? Like the, the, obviously, like, turns out that the, the one friend betrays them. And oh, then I guess that. I don't even need to well, talk I mean, about I mean, that. I mean, but it's, that's part of, part of where I would say if I was going to criticize it. It, you see in the you know in the that's first a, that's scene that's a little out of nowhere. Yeah, well, in the first scene you know that he's kind of bad. Well, you, you know, we, just they set tell. up that he's bad though. Like it's not like, but like, dude, I mean, there's no reason for us shady, to realize like, that he's the 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 last descendant. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm, that's what of, I meant. I'm saying like the like the guy the that betrays guy. them who was initially helping them look for the crown, but he was just undercover or whatever. Right. Um, like he ends up being like the last like descendant, descendant of, the, of the like king the that, king that was gonna put on the. Yeah. In the old legend, the basically, he like Black Adam stops the king from putting on the helmet, and basically being kind of a similar like a like a Shazam e type, but the other side of the coin. Right. There's some weird like like hell power connected to it that ends up coming around in like the final yeah. act. Because even like that that character ends he up. He has becoming, to die to achieve Sarak? that level of power. Sarak? is the sure. crowd of is that what it is? Uh, whatever it doesn't I'm matter. I'm gonna look it up. You... But he had to die to basically achieve that power. To get to that point, that's what the inscription. Oh, yeah, that's what the inscription. Yes, That's what the inscription on the hel- on the on the crown is all about. Um, so they think that they killed him, and then they do the thing, and they they did something kind of cool here. Um, when you watch the first scene, you know there's that moment where you hear the voice of the father, mm-hmm. and it sounded like the Rock, but I just figured, well, they're just kind of using the father. As uh, the, yes, the bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the same act using the same actor yeah. trope, uh, the play the father, and I and I thought that was, but then they covered it up that as you get later in the movie, it turns out that there was a bigger dynamic there, that the kid that the kid wasn't, um, he was Black Adam, he was Teth Adam for period, but then he gave up the powers to and gave him to his father to save his father from dying, and, and then, then he, killed he dies, and that's where the rage comes from. And so then, he almost ends up with the powers that again the wizards gifted the, the which are the same wizards that gave Shazam. Yeah, his the powers one wizard like, is definitely from the is from the Shazam movie. Yeah, so like he got so like the wizards gave the kid the power and then the kid ended up transferring it to like uh, right. to like his father to save his life essentially. But then he does, and then the father can't really. Um, well, he takes revenge instead of being like a, I guess like a hero, hero, right? And ends up like kind of destroying the temple. He can't really control his own. So power. the wizards trap him. The wizards him. trap him. He, and then when we finally meet him in this, he gets freed by the mom, who kind of can read the, yeah. the language on the runes or whatever. Right. So, but I think that's kind of a nice misdirection. So, yeah. so he basically says the magic word, 
so that he'll just turn back into his human form, and he kind of tells him, "Take me to your yeah." You know, he thinks he, take like, me to your. We think your, we get to a point where Waller we think we're getting to the end. We're like, oh, he's just gonna lock him up, so he can't be like he doesn't trust himself. Right. Basically, he's kind of like he realizes, like he finally comes to the realization that may okay, like I actually don't trust my own. I may be too strong for this, and maybe some people aren't <laughs> meant to be like a heroes. I think is right. like the the word he uses. Um, but obviously, like a. The guy wakes up after they put him on ice, whoever. And, and he's like the, the guy they thought was already dealt with. Yeah. So then the guy Sabak Rock rides up. Yeah, he um he kind of and he's he looks like all your devil yeah. guys with the big horns and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's over and and obviously and they fate, try to no and fate basically they have to fight him and they fate, need they, they, they need Black Hawkman Adam that Hawkman they can beat him right. but like that Hawkman would would have to die in right. that fight and fate kind of just like makes his own fate makes almost his own fate. puts a Put like a basically a shield. big shield around like the the base where it is and um kind of fight. That's a really good sequence. It's a, that's a really good fight the sequence Dr. in Fate, terms of like the, the Doctor Fate versus the Devil, uh, King whatever. Yeah. Uh, sequence is incredibly well done because while he's doing it, um, he's basically communicating with yeah. Black Adam. And the disorienting in, and here's the thing: Doctor Fate's main like thing when you're like in like uh, Young Justice when you see him is his powers are super disorienting. Like when like and it's all it's like and it's a lot of like image manipulation and like projection and like right. uh like kind of like warping the world around you and they do that very well in this uh, right kind of like the you remember like Scarlet Witch's like powers of like manipulation and like the right. like it's kind of like that and they do a good job of like almost seamlessly going between like the super disorienting thing like him constantly like constantly bouncing off like the reflection of his helmet to go to like another fight where he gets punched and then it zooms in on the helmet right like it's really um. So yeah, that, that so was that, really that's well handled done. very well. Yeah. I have actually I think this is basically a perfect adaptation of of Dr. Fate, honestly. Like you I, could have I, picked a better yeah, actor. Let me, let me, do let me him, say that. Basically. I think Pierce Brosnan was perfect. Kent Nelson, and, Pierce Brosnan is amazing. Yeah, like, Pierce Brosnan is amazing, you know. And and more importantly, I think like that was the one thing I, I kind of saw um you know, just in, yeah. in social media over the last that everybody's like Pierce yeah. Brosnan's mm-hmm. just really good. I liked and, the fate voice a lot too. Like it was kind yeah, of like a, it could have been a little bit more um to it, but like like it could have been a little bit more powerful sounding, but like I like the fake voice because that's obviously like a different entity than just like it's not just him putting a mask on. Yeah, He's they different. just kind of like like they're too the different. Like yeah. Kent takes like a backseat to the helmet when like the helmet goes on. Right. So, but obviously you know he gets out and he fights and he wins and and um yeah. he passes. He basically um like kind of he needs to like buy time essentially to right. like let him in to get there. Whatever. Uh, he so, sacrifices he himself. To, basically, so he that... wakes up. Black Adam in the whatever prison they brought him to before right. uh, the guy woke up. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought yeah. that was well done. And, and, you know, obviously the ending is pretty typical. Um, the helmet just kind of dissolves and disappears. It's going to have to choose a new person. I don't know if we'll see that ever again. Yeah, I don't know if we'll see Dr. Fate but, um, anytime soon. I hope so. I like Dr. Fate a lot. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a, it's a shame for, for the one-off of Dr. Fate with a Pierce Brosnan, but I thought it was pretty well done. And yeah. and it was kind of like he kind of longed for it, too, because he's seen so much death and everything. Yeah. And, and I think like, actually like, having like, some person. actual sacrifice of that character works for the film well. Yeah, you got to have uh, somebody it, die. It, it helps mend, like not mend, but like form a relationship between like Hawkman and... Black yeah. Adam later, which yeah. was that they were at each other, and then they both kind of rally around this one right, guy so let's who believed to the, in both yeah. of them. Yeah. So let's skip to the, the end now. Like they, you know, like it's just the you know the the, the son and the mother yeah. and Black Maybe Adam. Maybe the devil guy. The devil guy's got some cool powers too. I don't yeah. like he wasn't bad CG at all. Like no, he's pretty actually, good. Actually, the CG in this movie holds up rather well. 
I thought, yeah, I didn't get weak like some of the DC movies, some or just movies in general. Yeah. I like, I like the. I was put out by the. CG I like how him. how he killed him. Um, oh yeah, ripping him and then yeah, like, kind of like melts and yeah, like, yeah, like, and very very kinda, cool. And I thought that was I thought all of those things. And even some of the together even though the they end. worked in some of the goofy Hawkman things. using the helmet at the end too. Yeah, because like, like, right. he was like because they had set up a really. Actually, the friendship between Hawkman and Doctor Fate was really um, oh, yeah, surprising. Should, yeah, right. Like there was, they had a very just very friendly kind of mutual respect between them. Right. Didn't see totally eye to eye on everything, but they like sounded like guys that had like they've been know, fighting many a mission yeah. together. They had like like yeah. saved each other God knows how many times. Sure. Like yeah. so, I thought that was very cool stuff they did. Yeah. Um, you know, you get to the end and it's like, why don't you sit in the chair and you be the leader kind of thing? And he just smashes the throne instead. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice yeah, touch. Like and then he's just going to be the protector for the place. He's going to lead him. He's just going to protect yeah. these people. Like, and then they get into this last they thing, which is... They've been pushed around for too the, long. Yeah, yeah, right. And then they get to, you know, the, the movie ends, basically. Mm-hmm. And we get into the, the... We come back for the for the additional scene, which is Waller now communicates with him via drone yeah, and she kind of says man. you know stay put don't mess with us or we'll get someone to f- take care of you and, he, and you know black adam doesn't really kind of um you know believe him, believe him. and so then then we get what everybody was kind of looking for mm-hmm. was the cameo by henry cavall returning as superman so let's start first of all when they when black adam finally gets into the new the updated costume when he comes back from the water yeah. it's definitely the cool costume it's the yeah. blue it's, it's not black more, adam yeah. it's more blue and gold it's got a little bit it's kind of a little there's bit no of doc, it's it. a little dr fate inspired if you want to think about it that way gold. there's gold on it yeah there's, there's definitely a, little, a lot of gold you know so he's definitely yeah, been, he definitely changes to a more polished costume at the end right and mm-hmm. it's a little inspired by the dr fate costume i think in my mind uh, yeah, but then crazy. Superman, so, you know, Henry Cavill walks in, Superman shows up and he just has that charm again. Um, what I really liked, um, is Henry Cavill has an updated Superman costume, which is a little, a little bit brighter, a little bit more, a um, little bit more saturated. with the red. It's the brighter red. It's the regular bit traditional, a little bit less, and, less neutral is the best way to do it. And in the background, you heard the John Williams Superman theme, yeah. not the, not the, not the, the not well, the Man of Steel that, well, theme. He said specifically that the next Superman is going to be very, um. Like hopeful, if that makes sense. Like it's gonna be like they really want it to be a bit more, um, uh, like less like man of less like the darkness of Man of Steel and a little right. bit more of like the like the typical the optimism of yeah Superman. the optimistic yeah that if you know which and is that, hard to deal so they they brought in deal, they, they brought in the Superman theme which I think everybody yeah. was will be people which, really fair, people love need, that theme and it's a great a it's a great that theme. version of Superman especially after considering the little bit of hopeful um inspiring Superman. Because again, Cavill's only played inspiring Superman once in uh, the Snyder cut right. of the of Justice League, and he's, we don't get that much of him in that. So like a, a whole film with like a version of that Superman, or like a slightly tweaked version of Henry Cavill Superman, to be a little bit more hopeful, like a little bit more. Uh, you know, well, that was one of those word, weird decisions that DC made that we have to make Superman like Dark Knight. And, and I don't think it was an issue until like the end when they like literally like obliterate the city. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, but either way, but that's a different film. Uh, anything else for this film though? No, I'm I mean I was happy think, with uh, it. I think well, let's talk about just in general. It fits in nice into this existing DC yeah. universe we seem to have with with Waller, the you know the actress from Peacemaker. Yeah. A, a Hawkman, which we haven't really had before. Mm-hmm. The the acknowledgement that those other heroes are out there. Yeah, like and obviously they just, confirmed. I like that they just plopped in four yeah. heroes. Like, yeah. look, these are four heroes, and they and were all like felt the like those one heroes. thing I'll, I'll say that I noticed was this kind of comment that you need the Wallers of the world because Batman can't be everywhere. They're yeah. not going into like 
they're not like you know like again that's kind of you yeah. mentioned it on the ride here that like concept of like the u.s government kind of going in and fixing yeah. like you know that's not what well, superheroes Waller's, do Waller in like the whole suicide you know, squatty like Task Force X part of like DC it's it, is work. an important under, it's like wet work it's an important underground part of like the DC yeah. like framework kind of yeah like and that's idea, why it was like kind of neat that DC they kind of there's always know, a couple there's always at least a bunch of prisoners for Waller to use for Task Force X right. there's always a bunch of heroes lying the prison around, was kind of like, cool because we did see a thing in the prison where we yeah. saw like a bunch of other uh, containment care, uh, yeah. cases where obviously there was like another 50 or 60 yeah. people in those little red cases we don't know what they were doing yeah but i wouldn't be surprised if dc's are. plan would be like more instead of just doing the marvel because obviously they said they're doing like the whole dc universe like i think it's going to be less like the introducing people as we go thing um like at the mcu and more of like we you're gonna be popped in maybe in the middle of a wide well of a wide which world is interesting of like different fake countries that full of DC right. full of our superheroes and supervillains that are already established as well as there might well, be some that'll pop think up about the timeline. You might think be put think, in the middle. Think instead. of the timeline a bit here. We had, um, we had, you know, black Adam come out mm-hmm. and then within about 10 days, we heard about the change in leadership with DC pictures well, that was or the, films. I think we know about the change of the leadership. No, the no, we, nobody oh, knew oh, that. Mean, no, we didn't know about the the change. We, I'm talking about the specific change that that oh, James Peter Gunn. James Gunn's taken over. Um, I mean, we knew that um that the the current leadership was done after Black Adam was released. We just right. didn't know until a few days ago. Who well, the, that my point is that hmm. they they did that. They canceled a bunch of stuff. Or pushed you know, it back mostly. But got rid of a bunch of crap on you know CW. And now we're got now we have um, Black Adam come out. Then they announced the James Gunn thing, and so now it'll be interesting. Like well, I'm sure Aquaman they've already sat around and had so. meetings about okay, how are we moving forward with because Shazam's obviously well, two we know is coming the out. Old, the old um, ownership before the merger right. didn't want to even use um, Henry Cavill as Superman like, right. anymore, which I don't know why. But, but like, moving forward, so they clearly are bringing back yeah. Man of Steel two, which is going to have its own look. Um, you've now had Shazam 2, which is already was already done before all this happened, so we'll see how that movie does. Um, and then within this universe, because obviously there's another universe with the uh, the new Batman, which is Ugh. not coming out to 2025, they said. Um, that's not going to tie into this universe at all, obviously. Um, Anything, I guess we can go, you know, what's negative about this film outright? I would say, like, I don't think the beginning is the most perfect thing. Yeah, um, beginning's kind of too much narration. Um, I don't know, but the third act is not. I don't think the third act's bad, actually. No, it wasn't great. It wasn't. I don't think. I think the third act's a little generic. Um, but I don't. I mean, I think there's worse. There's certainly worse third acts from superhero movies. There's yes. certainly a lot worse third. There acts was a lot of things in this that, that dialogue. Were, I will say, like it, it has the great. it has the classic rock problem where like all the dialogue is the most like. The generic way of saying the dialogue possible. If that, if the if they keep like Adam not having a lot of conversation, especially the exposition, where where where, where, Jack, where you know the rocks where Black Adam's doing the people's eyebrow, or yeah. he's making little jokes or the big smile. He he got a, he tried not to do any of yeah, that. There's less this of that, movie. so it doesn't that doesn't pull you out. There, there's you, a little bit. There's a little too much humor with the kid and the the you know the catchphrase and the lunchbox and yeah. But even then, I think that works a little bit. I actually don't mind that. It wasn't. Much, a, I think, it wasn't because I the think top, that was though. a way of keeping that character from being. Ending up being too um, Superman-y. like 
not even that, like, or just too, like, uh, because obviously the idea was at first they kind of very much had him, like, fish out of water. He wasn't right. even speaking a lot. He was very, like, disoriented right. by, like, his surroundings. So right. they almost had the kid um, who was almost, like, feeding his, kind of fed into his violent urges a bit, too, because the kid would also kind of wanted to, like, weaponize this guy against, like, his oppressors. And the kid was kind of, like, poking the bear to try to get him to do that for a while. Sure. Um... So I think, like, and, like, the, also the kid's ideology of, like, kind of the kid's the first one that brings up, like, that the, this country's been oppressed for a while and stuff. So right. I honestly think that, like, the kid and, like, having both that the kid was kind of egging him on but also had, like, the youthfulness of a kid was kind of kept, like, a, at a weird impact on, like, Black Adam throughout it. And it kind of kept him in a weird middle space where you didn't think he was too bad and you didn't think he was, like good either he was like the kid i think helped frame where he was and it also helped frame it so that when you he finally fought the justice society for a bit that like that fight didn't feel like one side was any bit because if anything you kind of don't like the justice society when you're when he's fighting black adam because like you're like hey this dude's like getting rid of their oppressors it's like and even the people were kind of booing like people were kind of booing the justice society at the beginning mm -hmm. because they they weren't here to like well because they know they know who black adam is or tough adam is at that point they know who they think they think he's their champion or whatever well you know and he turns out to be there so overall how do you rank this movie Uh, out of 10 out of ten, I'm just trying to. Think I hate to like, give things rankings, but we I mean, might I've as just well. seen it. Um, I'm just trying to think of like in terms of DC, like what do I what do I not enjoy? I just rank the movie. Don't worry about any other DC movies. Just rank this movie. I think it's like seven ish out of ten. Like I'd give it a seven, like a solid seven ish, maybe a little bit more. I would give that. it a seven and a half. I like I like it more than like a movie like I like it more than like the original Shazam. Uh, okay, it was, and. I'm not the biggest fan of the original Sazam. I think it's fine. Um, it's better. You think it's better than Aquaman? I think it's way better. Than, I like it a lot better than I like Aquaman. Although it's better, I like, obviously. I like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm blanking on his name, but either one. Jason Momoa. Yeah. I like Jason Momoa as the character. Well, uh, Jason Aquaman Momoa better, plays a great Aquaman, but, and he carries that film. It's not a great movie, but, but he I think this film was film. actually kind of stronger than. Uh, I think Aquaman is a very, very generic film. This feels less generic than that. Yep. Um, I don't think the... I think the, the gimmick is executed well of him. Like, of, like, the... Because, again, that's the main gimmick they advertise and right. all the, the... Hey, I'm a Superman, but I kill. And I don't think it's overdone. I don't... I think it's... Right. I think the action sequences live up to the, the type of power that they kind of... And, again, he, he bigged up the action sequences and, like, kind of the power that Black Adam was going to show. Right. And I think on that level, that is totally... um lived up to i don't i think inner gang's a little bit of, like inner gang inner right. gang is a little like bit of like a faceless villain thing well they're, and they're, the, they're and, that same organization yeah. we have it in marvel we have it in like james bond movies oh the, got, well, real quick the, the amount of lore and like sh- and like sh- and like exposition they drop on you in that first narration we were like, what it's the a, fuck is going on? Like, oh, my long. God. We're like, it's very long, and it just keeps going. The only thing I'll say. Well, on me, top. And like, I, I agree with that because we were sitting there, that. and we even said that. My only my only reason why I'm okay with it. And that happens it, again later when the My only thing reason is up. that they revisit it a couple times, and then they recon it. Yeah. That, it was, that it's not accurate. Yeah. That what we see in the first scene wasn't quite right. That's not exactly what the story was. Yeah. So I kind of like the yeah. fact that they fixed that. I think a couple of the scenes when they do, like, for instance, like when they go to the well, like, there's this one scene where the, where the guy that gets killed by Black Adam, like, who was going to put the crown on, who obviously right. needed to die to become, like, right. this, the weird devil right. being that he becomes, that yep. is the final fight. 
Uh, like that felt out of it just came. It was very abrupt. Like, it right. was like he was all of a sudden he was just hanging upside down. Well, hell. I think they had and to then, do like, it that hell way demons, because like came out well, and they like they they had to kill that. They they had to do that because they needed to get yeah. to the they needed to get to the. I guess to like the next I, I guess like I had never clocked that that's what the, the what the the crown was gonna do. I didn't know what the crown was gonna do, and then all of a sudden like the guy was in hell, and then like there were hell demons everywhere, and he yeah. was literally like he looked like um. You know, like the devil from like South Park. He's the devil. <laughs> he really looks like the devil. From he's South the devil, Park. and a, like, that guy's the devil. There's a lot of Although versions of that. Pretty good though. Like that's, the, the CG for that guy character the, could have easily the, been bad, yeah. and the CG is not. It's uh, better than some of the other stuff. Yeah, it, it, that's the same devil we see in a bunch of other things with the yeah. horns. His and powers the red, were cool though. The red shirt. Yeah, he every, he kind of had like a similar lightning thing, but instead it was with like fire. So. Uh, let me let's wrap this one up. So yeah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say that it's it's slightly better than Aquaman. Um, better than better the, than Shazam. Better than a, most of the original stuff in the. Not in, better than Wonder Woman, the first one. Better than Men of Steel. I don't think it's better than. The Man question of Steel. is, I don't the, think it's better than. Man I of think Steel. it's similar quality. I think it's similar quality to Man it's, of Steel. It's, it's not better than the Suicide Squad. I, but um, Man of Steel is better because Henry Cavill is better. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. Henry yes. Cavill is better than The Rock. I was, I was actually, I'll tell you this. I think this story is probably of a similar strength to um there's different things wrong with man of steel that bring it down to kind of this level but like i think like just like the actual stories that were put out i don't think this is like too dissimilar in quality from like a story like man of steel okay i think man of steel may be slightly better written than this i'll say but, man but, of but, steel, but, but henry cavill yes is henry better. cavill makes it a better movie because yes. henry cavill's better than the action like, in this is his better, mother's better yeah um the, the the girlfriends or the women the strong female characters are fine uh, are equal um yeah i think the problem with man of steel gets too violent like they're and just, i don't think the action is very i don't think the action in man of steel is the best part of that film uh when the one on one between zod fighting superman is good that's good yeah yeah the 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 fight when they destroy the ihop and everything that's and not great. smallville's yeah. kind of but again i also it was also 12 years ago yeah or whatever it is at this point. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I will say that the score in Man of Steel is better. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember too much about. The, I actually don't music remember much about the, the music, music in this film. I would actually say the music is very forgetful because I can't think of a. They used a, a couple moment. good rock songs and stuff as the background. Yeah, they use, and I'm I'm not a big fan of when they use like lyrics. Yeah. Even though, as like a the weird I updated prefer, like uh, the weird updated uh, Rolling Stones. I see a red door and I want to paint actually, it black. Actually, to be fair, the first time the music kicked in, I yeah. liked it. The that first was, time that was the, the I see in. a red door with the updated version. I liked that. I liked that was fine. But I but they did a couple scenes where he had like a music. The regular orchestrated, the regular orchestrated film yeah. music wasn't very good, and and again, I think they um, do it again with the with the the music when they go into like the apartment later, right? right. And I think like there was probably one. They already did it once. Uh, they shouldn't the have one, done it again. The, you know what? I do want to mention the thing that I did like that I didn't get to mention. Uh, I do like the the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, thing after he sees oh, it on perfect. TV. Yeah, actually, yeah. That was kind of cool. And they brought they it did. back later. Well, yeah, that's why it yeah. works. I mean, it wasn't just there just for, for uh, you I know. will say, there are there are writing techniques and like actual things done in this film that make scenes connect to each other like pretty in a way that blockbusters often will not even bother doing. If that makes like, sense. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean like, I don't, I don't know. Like typically, like a lot of blockbusters just are just kind of like go, 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 and they never like have a moment to like where they connect a dot between like a small background thing. Like for instance, right. like the with the TV to like with the TV and like watching like the draw scene, like the right. and him kind of 
And then like late, and then being ending up in a situation like that fifteen minutes later, like in the movie, and, and then kind of remembering it, and then like framing it similarly, usually and like using they, some sound. Yeah, let me design. say something there. Usually when they do that in movies, usually sucks. This yeah. one was actually pretty good. Like it was clever. Like, and they didn't stick around like for. 20 I don't know minutes. if I'm explaining it was my quick. thoughts on this the best. No, no, no. But, um, you're right, but they did it quick. It wasn't immediate either. Like it came a little bit. Right. Like, uh, so I don't know. Just, and it wasn't like the triumph of the movie either. Mm-hmm. It was just one moment. Where he picked up something he had seen, um, and then the, and again, let's let's be honest. Man of Steel was Hans Hans Zimmer, yeah. who's a much better yeah, composer than whoever yeah. the heck did this movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I'm I, sure I think we'll talk that's about this again. I, mean, I think we might. Maybe we'll give it yeah. a week, and maybe we'll have some more thoughts yeah. next time no, we I talk. But for good. now, I think that's kind of it. Yeah, I mean, um, it was. I'd go see it. I'd go, yeah, I'd definitely. It was, it was and I'm glad I saw it in a theater. Yeah. Because I also saw the Black Panther. Enjoy- well, here's a comment I got to make. I want to say this yeah. because the Black Panther trailer's there, the mm-hmm. the one that we've seen before. But seeing that trailer on the big screen is yeah. so much better than watching it on TV or on my phone. Also, did so we have, um, so I'm glad that I I went to see this movie in the theater and not on streaming or something because I I want to see it. I'm glad I saw it on a big screen. It worked better on a big screen. The visuals oh, yeah. are mm-hmm. better on a big screen as well as again I got to see the Black Panther trailer on the big yeah. screen. So. Oh yeah, I'm happy. If like I'm just happy it was enjoyable. So Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't I just want I want movies and entertainment. I don't care who <laughs> makes them. I'm not like I only like Marvel. Yeah. I don't like And, it. I say, but and I let's it be a- honest, there's a group of people out there that yeah. they're like they're like they're way too committed to Marvel and Marvel. they'll well, they'll like there's, shit. There's, hey, there's both they'll ways, like trust shit. Me, no, but. they're no, I'm I don't like any fan that does that. Yes. I don't like it. and then there's the fans that are like, you know, like you Star need to, like, Wars back is, it like it's a team. Like it's right, like Yeah, like 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 you work for them. Like like they, they care that you're like on their team. And, it's it's fine you know, if you do it like as like funnily, like as a, like, like if you're back in your it's like, not like PC versus Mac or something where you have like tangible reasons why the I, one I format. I understand that people the have other. their preference. Like I'm yeah. sure like everyone who was a comic fan grew up and pr- preferred DC or Marvel, and, and like, that's fine. But then but don't just say like, like you don't need no to have, matter like, what they do, it's shit. It. Like yeah. and there are clearly those people on social media that like they could put out a movie that won the Oscar and they would still say it was shit. Like you know. Oh yeah. All right, Tales well, of the Jedi. I got a few things actually. Um, Tales of the Jedi came out on. Uh, actually, real quick, before we do Tales of the Jedi, because um, this is supposed to be a quick episode. Be very quickly. We're already forty minutes in. Are we forty minutes in? Yeah, yeah, we're going. So hustle up. Uh, okay, go. so real. Qu- it seems like they're doing a Vision uh, writers' room at Marvel next week. Is the the same guy who reported that uh, Harrison Ford is going to be in a? Okay. So maybe might be getting a, another Vision ish like uh, Disney Plus show. We'll okay. See. Um, also, Black Panther first reactions have come up because they did the world premiere a few days ago, and let's just say we are very. Uh, <laughs> I think we're going to be in for a good time. Well, so, I think it's going to be huge. The the reactions have been pretty universally, um, very 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 positive. Like okay. like that's like I would um. I don't know. Just like a lot of people think it's towards the best, best in Phase Four. I heard moving. Uh, honors Chadwick is what they've been said. Music's good. Uh, incredible acting is what is, again the, the actual reviews aren't out. It's just people that are uh, given early access to watch the kind of watch the the movie and like the at these different premieres around the country and then are able to give their first reactions to it. And they have been very very positive. So uh, looks like Marvel is going to end on a pretty big win here. The the trailers and everything again we've said it before. Like just. Even before these reactions, we've been thinking this was going to be. The, pretty the good. only criticism I saw that it's too long, and I'll I'll quote something from one of my. It's two hours episodes, and forty one minutes. What I'll say is that 
and we talked about this before, and I'll say it again. The reason why it's so long is because this is two movies. There's a, and there's also a lot to accomplish this in this This is two film. movies. Mm-hmm. The first movie is they got to honor Chadwick. Mm-hmm. And the second movie is they have to make Black Panther 2. Yeah. So this is two movies, and they yeah. there's no way to do it in an hour and 52 minutes or something yeah. stupid like Again, that. Again, I don't want to get my own hopes up too high, or I don't want to put anyone else's anyone else hopes up, but... um. Again, the reactions to Marvel movies are usually pretty positive when they first come out, but it's usually not like this um, level of like overwhelming like uh, positivity. Um, also, a lot of like, they say it's like the word cathartic shows up a lot. The word like so I don't know. Just I would recommend just going through Twitter, going through YouTube, and getting some of those I, early I'm, reactions. I'm pretty if you much. Want. I almost recommend. I'm, a view, to I'm not avoiding do that. trailers now. It's and coming not, out but, November 11th. Just wait. Um, but if I, you want to feel like, but if you've not liked where the MCU has been, now. but if you've not liked where the MCU has been, and you want to like kind of uh, build yourself up, point, if you want to yeah. like build yourself up and be like, oh wait, this is gonna be like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, like, there's a and, lot of people that are like, it's all shit since just, Endgame, and I'm not yeah. going it. Then don't. I don't want your, I don't want your pain in the ass, mm-hmm. complaining bitch ass next <laughs> to me when I go to Black Panther yeah. or something. Also, the most important, I, you thing, know, no, no. Here's there. what I want. Let me yeah. finish. I want those people to stay home. And complain, mm-hmm. and then realize that they were stupid, and be late to the party, so to speak. I will say with the, with the the one thing that I saw yeah. a lot, which was uh, probably the most important, is the abandonment of the typical MCU formula. Is was mentioned a great deal, and I think we've said before that we thought that Chadwick's passing would force and um, also necessitate that Marvel would shed that like stereotypical stuff. Also. Um, whether I'm not saying every film has been like similar this year, or but many of the films in this phase of Marvel have not taken themselves as seriously okay. as like they should. And we've been and there's been a lack of like Winter Soldiery type films, Iron Man type films, like Civil War, right. the original Black Panther. So like this will be a great return to have this back. Uh, like, we're 50 minutes in. Okay, so, let's do Tales of the Jedi very quickly. Uh, and and uh, let me say what I want to do with Tales of the Jedi. I don't. I think I want to. I, I want to. I'll let you go because I have a long thing to. Explain here's my thing. Movie. I'm gonna say what I want to say about Tales of the Jedi is is that if you're if you're listening and you haven't watched it yet, I'm gonna just say go watch it. Um, and you know, like a lot of people may have not watched all six episodes, mm-hmm. so um, it, it's an hour and whatever. Slightly over an hour of content. They dropped it all all mm-hmm. at once. Three episodes. Um, related to Count Dooku. I, and then three episodes relating to Ahsoka Tana. In my mind, let, let's let's think about this. Like when you think about animation, like when What If came out, for example, which obviously is Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, some were good, some were bad. I will say that these six episodes are all good. I think. All right, I'm a like, I I have not been the the happiest Star Wars fan in like a lot of the more recent stuff. Uh, like I, like obviously I'm not the biggest fan of Kenobi. I'm not the Although I, there's things I adore in that show, um, and I'm very much not a fan of a lot of what Boba Fett had to offer, um, except for Mandalorian yeah. season. And 2. I like and, and I like Andor a lot, but Andor isn't like uh, kind of. Um, Are we gonna fight? No, I'm not gonna fight at all. Okay. But Andor, and this, this isn't a criticism. Of Andor, I, Andor has its place and it's well worth having. And I think there should also be more of that content because I also like that style of Star Wars as well. Right. But it's also true that the Andor Star Wars is not like the the vibe of like it's not a Star Wars like vibe because it it doesn't have optimism yet. 
No, yeah, exactly. So and, and they and that's that's important because but they also kind it's, of, it's operating in more we're of the, a, we're, we're in the, the middle level. we're in the middle of the dark ages, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. And I think it's important that they that it's they pur- and it's purposeful in Andorra. So I'm not this isn't a criticism at all. Right. But what I'm saying is like when you, when you do watch but there's Andorra, some jerk you miss out a there. little bit of like the whimsicalness there's of Star Wars. There's some jerk out there right now saying, "Well, it's not Star Wars." And it's yeah. totally Star Where Wars. Where there is something about specifically there is something about animated Star Wars at the moment. Like especially like this animation style. Um and about Dave Filoni Especially when Dave Filoni and this animation style meet. Like, everything, it just feels right. It just feels like you're watching, like, true understanding of, like, every nook and cranny of Star Wars. Like, of the of the lore, of, like, the understanding of the Force, of, like, the... Of, like, like, there's, like, in the first episode, you have, like, baby Ahsoka. You have an, intro, like, short introduction to a new planet, to, like, a new culture... And then this very whimsical, like, of, like, this, um, having a child, like, be exposed to, like, life and death, uh, like, when, like, hunting, like, kind of a little bit Native American-esque, uh, but then also, like, this very whimsical, uh, kind of, like, uh, relationship with, like, the force and nature of, like, having a, and, like, of Ahsoka, like, riding this big, like, predator, like, back into the, the town. It's very, just very like sweet, like small. There's a thing. lot of there's a lot of cool th- things in it yeah. that are that then are you get really a three basically a three episode arc of like little tidbits into the fall of Count Dooku. What I didn't expect was, and this is the perfect stuff. Like the Dooku what stuff I is, didn't expect was, um, I expected like three episodes about um, Dooku and Qui Gon mm-hmm. that we're going to be kind of set back a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't expect them to line up with to, to time hop yeah. as much as they did. And this first episode is actually, I think, the early, maybe not in like a book or something, but on screen. In like terms it's, of it's on certainly screen. certainly the earliest thing we've ever seen yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I think Acolyte might end up being... Might, might have been a couple it, flashbacks but, um, before, but in general, um, or visions, yeah. I think that th- that first scene of, of Dooku and young Qui-Gon going to a planet... Also, I didn't recognize it, but that... That same village is also the village at the end that Ahsoka's at. Oh, okay. So that's why so there's also a connection between the two episodes where that's where – so the episode that we first see early on that Dooku goes to, it's all decrepit at right. the end. Like we, when we see it towards the end it's, and it's destroyed in the final. Well, the, but either way, we have these in yeah. the, in these episodes two through four are all Dooku episodes. And this first one, like you said, is – um. They're they're going to like a planet to deal with like an issue with like a senator with like a senator in the local population, yep. uh, Padawan Qui Gon, which was really nice to see, um, and you in, and uh, kind of like a, a not Jedi Master Dooku, like not even on the council yet or anything, and uh, he kind of has like an Anakin reaction, and yeah, there's what, a lot of comparisons is, to him and, and, and Anakin. And there's this really beautiful sure. thing, and I've never even thought about this comparison before, but like and this must be just like a Dave Filoni thought process of like Dave Filoni. Apparently, just saw some like connection between Dooku and like um, Anakin. Because think about it like well, this: clearly, in the this way they're first, manipulated. In this first episode, you have um, you have like Dooku, kind of be like a little bit, kind of feels like a little bit of like maybe a more mature, older Anakin. And like that reaction he has, where like once the senator rocks up because this town has kidnapped the senator's son, and this town kind of lives in squalor. Essentially, like it's very obvious that like this. 
senator is not taking care of his people, which also f- folds back into the whole idea of the prequels that the Republic doesn't take care of its own. And who are the Jedi to protect? Do they serve the Senate or do they serve the people of the Republic? And it's this kind of like mixed area. And the Jedi end up in between it. And then Dooku almost loses it and almost takes out the senator, essentially. Which is a very Anakin-esque, if, especially if you watched a lot of the Clone Wars. is a it feels a lot like Anakin in that show. You get the second one, which is like Dooku and Windu. And it's kind of like a similar situation to the first one, if we're being honest. But much closer to the Clone Wars. And um, and the way they react in that, it's almost like you have a, a, a character similar to Anakin. Who's like, or like a Qui-Gon-y character who does... Who, isn't the most by the rules Jedi, and then you have a more by the book Jedi, Mace Windu, who would often be like, like say like maybe the the Kenobi. So yep. it's like so there's a parallel. Um, again, he, he uh, Dooku's even more not Dooku. Uh, Windu's even more like strict and by the book than like a, a Dooku, uh, not Dooku, a, a Kenobi. So like even that second episode also felt like oh this is more Anakin like Obi Wan like vibes with Dooku and Mace and then we get to that last one and the, this I, yeah. fourth episode with um yeah. where they bring it, back Yaddle who's like the other only other um, creature that's right not, in, like Yoda it's right within in the, the timeline of and then, oh let me just talk about this it, it's his really abil- fit right in the ability, timeline perfectly and, and this is the second time he's done this the first time he did this was in the final four episodes of Star Wars the Clone Wars when. Those four episodes are running concurrently with episode three. And right. there's these moments in it where you realize, like, oh, shit, like, that's what Ahsoka, like, we're, like, the, the, where the, the movie cut off here. But if you kept going for five more seconds, Ahsoka came on the and joined the meeting. Like, right. so there's these great moments in that where it just feels like where they managed to put, like, Star Wars The Clone Wars, those final four episodes, just feel like they're on the peripheral of of the movie, you know, if that makes sense. Like, they feel so seamlessly going into each other. And that same thing happens with this, but with episode one, where they have this yeah. seamless moment of, like, of a story that's going, that's running concurrently with episode one, where we see, like, a scene of, like, of after Qui-Gon showed Anakin to the council, and it's, like, Qui-Gon talking with Yaddle, and then he probably been seeing his master for the last ever time before he goes and gets killed by Maul. Um... This beautiful moment where, like, Dooku's at the tree, like, this, like, forced tree, basically, in the Jedi Temple after Qui-Gon's been killed by Maul, and Yaddle kind of comes up to him, and he's like, Obi-Wan was, like, he was, uh, he was always fascinated by this tree being born on Coruscant and, like, never seeing, like, like, plant life before, so it's just, and then you go to, you know, the, um, I don't even know, and then the end is just, they add, like, one of the, a, a really, like, essential and, like, great like fight scene like that like is important to the story important to Dooku's fall it is also very 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 that similar scene... to the it's almost like oh, yeah. identical to like the Windu Anakin scene so it's like the, it's just like this oh my god he did he's done like the same thing like he, well, let me, he played let me, them let me, the same let me talk like, about that I, I I think that Filoni and again why everybody loves Filoni genius. like why everybody wants Filoni to just be in charge is because he nobody nobody understands the universe in in Star Wars, I would say Filoni has a better understanding of the Star Wars universe than George Lucas. Maybe um, he, I, well, he's I, his handpicked I, successor. Like he was like he he. I don't think George Lucas understands all these other elements as much as Filoni does because Filoni created them. Like George Lucas was only on the periphery of terms of Clone Wars. He's and the most we have. He's the closest he thing we really have to knows. the word of Lucas himself. Yeah, like yeah, he's basically right. it. Lucas and, doesn't and I even think, want to do it anymore. And I think like, what he did was, which is amazing. 
is he found a way to show you the way Palpatine operates, and yes. and then uh, and it, like and you said, Ian McDermott is doing the voice a, in this as yeah, well. There's like the a actual lot of, Palpatine. Yeah, too. there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities. The way they, um, the way you know that that the way it worked, mm-hmm. and um and you know like some really good things. Like I I I really enjoyed it, especially because I didn't really expect the Ahsoka arc and the Dooku arc. Um, to really line up so closely with the established, I thought it was going to be like three episodes set back in time. Like I think I said that already, yeah. but I, I kind of like I didn't. Ex- the time jumps work so great yeah. we need more because it really like this was a really cool thing. We and need it's, more of this. Some people want like a Tales of the Sith now, where they can what, do what's some interesting about the this side, is longer episodes. What, what's like, interesting about this is you could just do a bunch of more seasons of Clone Wars, but in some ways this was better because it's you don't need a you don't I don't need a six second six episode arc. Or a, a a whole season of something which was done better. I think in they three should do this once, I think they should do this once a year. Sure. I think they should drop like stories like this again. I love the Star Wars animation style, and I will watch anything in this style because again, I think that that animation style is iconic. It gets views whenever they post something that yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars animated. It gets massive well, numbers, second, and people like the it. second. It Ahsoka feels the episode. most similar to original Star Wars is the animated stuff. Sure. Like the, the second. Well, because it still feels like Clone Wars yeah. too. Besides, like, in the second Mando. episode of Ahsoka, where she's training and and you get that other guy. I don't know the actor. Who plays oh, even that. The though. Anakin was really good. Anakin, sick. Let, let, let me let me talk for a second. So like oh, even God. like and again, I'm a I'm not I don't have the love of it you as, but I even I'm reminiscent or or nostalgic for that guy who does the voice of Anakin. That yep. guy who does the voice of of of, of Obi Wan. Like I like Caden Christensen. Like he's grown on me a lot over the years, and I've learned to appreciate him. And um, and I'm glad the community has as well. But that that is my Anakin. Having that one more scene between those those versions of Anakin and Ahsoka, which we can't get again. Well, let me talk about those last two episodes in a second. Go through Um, that. Yeah, because go through. All right. So I just went through those. Obviously, I went through those. I just went through those first four, and obviously, I like the the very whimsicalness of the first one. The Dooku arc. Um, the Ahsoka one doesn't all four. Interestingly, all three episodes of the Ahsoka arc are very standalone, and all three episodes of the Dooku arc basically run into each other. So they kind of have, like, two different ideas where, like, these three work together, and the Ahsoka ones kind of work on their own. And the second Ahsoka one, which is, I think, the shortest one, this is mostly a nostalgia-based episode where you kind of have, like, the... Where all the characters, it's very early in the Clone Wars. You have, like, a younger Ahsoka than what we usually get for most of the series. Um, Anakin's in, like, his first costume before it changes a couple times throughout the series. Obi-Wan's in his earliest costume. So we have the the early form of the of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Which if you go and watch, like, the first time this animation style was used back in 2008 or 2009, compared to, it to now, how far it's come... And, like, to see those original models with, like, the nostalgia of seeing those original models in the glory of what this, like, animation style looks today. Which, this is my favorite animation style of anything. Like, this and Spider-Man um, Into the Spider-Verse are my two favorite, like, animation styles that I've seen, like, in something. Like, those are the ones that I feel the most, like, connected to. Right. Like, when I see them. And then this, and it, but even, like, there's this, where Ahsoka's basically doing, like, a trial. And it's uh, it's kind of like very loose, and this is the least serious of the episodes where you have like even like Kanan, who's yeah. like a Padawan in the background, in like watching and, yeah. uh, Ahsoka, who's he's gonna one day like be allies with. Um, but 
But Anakin doesn't even take their, like, he, she basically passes, like, one of the Jedi trials or, like, a Jedi test. Anakin doesn't even, like, rate the test, basically. Um, so he has her do the same thing, but instead of using droids, he ha she gets surrounded by clones. And it's much, much harder, because obviously the clones are significantly better. Um, and she's really bad at it. And we see her being bad at it the entire time she's young, until she wakes up again, and it's the older version of the character. And she's still doing the same uh like what's it called like a practice like test like years later and, and now she can like be surrounded by clones and literally defend herself for minutes on end and then you get this moment like in which is like a different angle of a shot from the final four episodes of the clone wars right before her and rex go into like the big hangar full of clones and you realize anakin with that training saved his padawan even though, like, he was one of, even though, like, his fall kind of caused it all, and, like, he will even fight her one day. Like, Anakin's teaching and his, like, desire, he's like, I need, he's like, it's like, it's my job as my master to protect you from everything. It's like, and as long as, like, if you can pass this, and if you can defend yourself from Rex and the boys, like, you will need to be defended from anything on the battlefield with a blaster. Like, and that's yeah, Anakin. And that is Anakin. And that is like, Anakin to his core, which is kind like, of, I'm going to protect you, know. you by making you protect yourself. Right. And it also proves, like, why she's as badass and as powerful as she is. Because she's Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Like, that that has cred. There is, like, a, there's a level, <laughs> level of, like, of, of, of like, talent that's, that gets passed great. down. That's like, great. Yeah, so that's it's great. Like, so the, and just the, the mixture of, of having one nostalgia plus just having this even more devastating moment of, yes, Ahsoka was able to save herself because of Anakin and the specific training. Uh, and then the last episode, the uh, uh, we get a little bit more of that peripheral. I like to call it the the David the Dave Filoni uh, retrospective cartoon peripheral, which is like having Ahsoka go and watch, uh, go and be at the funeral of Padme in the background. Yeah. Have Bail Organa see her, and so that's how their um, yeah. connection starts. Because obviously Ahsoka and Rebels is very connected to like the start of the Rebel Alliance, right? Uh, so, but even that, like, I just love the way that he plays with like with known characters being like, on the periphery of scenes and like have and expanding on like, the what lore are you doing of like here? literally expanding here? the right. lore of movies, like and, exp and making right. those scenes even more in depth. Um, and then the, and also the scene of her standing in the big hallway with all the columns when he approached her, beautiful, beautiful. Like yeah, really. I can't even like yeah. sing the praises of this animation style like as much as I should because like I, it's so like, and it gets better every time we see it let, like, me, let me comment on general yeah. so, again I'm not I'm not the Clone War aficionado that you are mm -hmm. I have grown to appreciate it I in the beginning when you guys were younger and you first started watching it I just like oh yeah. great cartoons and I, and again like I what I want the reason I we like doing this show mm -hmm. is because I like that we expose each other to um, different stuff. Dif different stuff that we kind of find that, like generationally, I probably wouldn't watch Clone Wars. And now I'm glad I've watched. Mo I admittedly have not seen everything Clone War. Every You've episode of Clone Wars. Amount. I've seen a lot of the good stuff, and a lot of the stuff that's like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. But then I've seen this stuff. You still got to see more of the later seasons. Well, just the well, better the stuff. last those last four episodes of the last season, the later, and, the later and I love Black. I love Bad Batch, but I do really appreciate. Um, the effort and the, the the dedication to the true Star Wars lore that we often talk about. A We're lot not going to water down. They don't water down the lore because a lot it's of a people cartoon. Are, a lot of people who are complaining about Star Wars, um, I, I swear some of them probably have never watched Clone Wars yeah. or Bad Bash because they, oh, it's stupid. I want to see, you know, Mark Hamill. And I think if you really are truly a Star Wars fan and you really enjoy this lore, you really got to look Clone Wars 
uh, Rebels a little bit, mm-hmm. and then obviously Bad Batch as well. But the way they do this parallels the stuff that Filoni does. Yeah. But like you said it already, where like here's the funeral. Oh shit, Ahsoka was at the funeral. Oh, oh wait, uh, Order sixty six is being executed. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's like a parallel story that took place at the exact same time. Um, here's the thing where we're listening to Palpatine's speech, yeah. but we're listening to like troopers say it on another planet like this way that you see parallel things going on that are very established within mm-hmm. the universe is just brilliant and that's why Filoni is just like a yeah. god among men when it comes yeah. to Star Wars and then obviously at the end of that last episode we get like this uh she fights like an inquisitor and she kind of has like a, a Obi-Wan taking down Maul-esque uh moment where she takes out the inquisitor who looks really badass by right. the way really good in the in the CG with the fire behind that's her the only everything. one I have left to watch uh, so shush Oh, yeah, my bad. I haven't uh, watched yes, that one that's yet. True, so. <laughs> that's the one I have to watch. I will shush about that so, one. So, shush. <laughs> shush. Um, but shush, way, shush, Chatty Monkey. <laughs> uh, but either way, um, I'm trying to think of where I was going with. Uh, I don't know. I, I think know, we've, um, we, we're, we've done enough. We're way over an hour here. <laughs> you can bring it up again next episode. But um, yeah, Tales of the Jedi, I really do. Because yeah. um, we're, we're an hour and so. seven minutes, which was supposed to be a quick episode. Yeah, so. so, well, there's a lot. You know what? It's exciting for me because there's a lot of good stuff. And, you know, it. sometimes we've just focused on things that are terrible and like, oh, my God, I, why do we have to watch this? I'll say if, you're, like, if you're jaded by, like, Disney Star Wars, which I think is, there's a good reason to be. If fine. You're, like, for, for many people. And I sure. can just totally understand. Like, but then shut the up and sequels watch of, The sequels have obviously not been, like, what a lot of people have um, wanted. Um, the, the trust, at least... In the Boba Fetty, like kind of like the that the the, the Favreau Filoni part, is it s- slightly shaken just after Obi Wan and Boba? I think most of us still have confidence in it, but there's a little bit of shakiness around that. Um, and then obviously, like we were getting this, we're starting. I to, agree we're with Finally, you. starting to explore the series, like this more. I agree with you about Boba Fett, mature, but Star I don't. Wars? I still don't agree with you all about Anakin. I really liked Anakin and Obi Wan. You mean Obi Wan? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, is my, I'm more mixed with it more than I like Obi Wan more than I like Boba Fett by a lot. But um, but but I will say, if you kind of just long for what you feel like is like Disney free Star Wars, the. The animated stuff still feels like the very first time you watched it when you so were like, can, when I, Filoni can I give you, can I give you a theory Lucas about that? Can like, I give you a theory about this? Sure. I don't think anybody at Disney, like the, the, the people that have effed up Star Wars, like mm-hmm. Kathleen Kennedy, have any idea what's going on, on on Clone Wars. I highly doubt it. I don't think they really realize the reach that it has to the fan base. No, they don't. They have no that, understanding. Let me finish that, what like, I was saying. Is, like, what I'm trying to say is I'm not saying that they don't control Dave Filoni, but I think they just kind of leave him alone because they don't realize that probably where the strongest bit of stuff that we've seen is mainly coming from Clone Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think they like don't realize of, it because they're, so they're, like, so, they're so worried. They're so worried. And they and they, they think they're geniuses because of Mando. Yeah. But they, Mando only works because of Clone Wars. And even Mando, like some of the really big moments that like the diehards are like in Mando. Like some of the, the the plot threads are not from like yeah. so are not mostly from the live IG action stuff. Most like, of the plot you know. threads are not from the original trilogy. There are some, don't get me wrong. Mo- a, a great many of the plot threads, especially the Mandalorian ones, are from Clone Wars and Rebel. Yeah, if they Animated don't have Clone shows, Wars, if they don't have Clone Wars, they don't have Mandalorian. Think about it like this: for most things, like yes, there last are a, point, then we'll wrap this up. For most things that you have a property on, there's like a movie series, right? And then the movie series is like the main canon. And then maybe like if like you'll have like a cartoon and the cartoon might be like it's not the same universe and it's a little bit watered down kind of. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like where sure. Star Wars like doesn't do that. Yes is uh, 
But the original Star Wars, the Star Wars movies themselves are kind of like, they're not for kids, but they're like a different vibe. So like going down to a cartoon doesn't change the vibe all that much. And also the most important thing is the lore of those episodes is like, it's taken seriously. The lore of like a, a 20 minute cartoon episode in Star Wars to the overall lore of Star Wars is just as important as a live action movie. And to the fans themselves, like we view it all equally. When we watch Anakin, like on in Clone Wars, and we see like Hayden Christensen play him, that's the same Anakin in our mind. We do, there's no disconnect. Right. We like the the real Star Wars fans. Like it, it's all it's all the lore, and no and lore yep. isn't ranked well, me, or by me, importance based on funny, what it's in. I always in. like to bring up these like, comparisons, and it's funny because whether it's animated or not, like it's, it's not that's not the how it's it, broken. It's up. funny the way you're describing that is the same energy I felt in the 1970s when they came out with the Star Trek animated series, mm-hmm. because they just said, well, let's just create this animated thing we'll hire a bunch of people to do the tv show and what was great about when they did star trek animated series is that it's considered canon Mm -hmm. like everything in the star trek animated series was like for us that were true star trek fans um again i don't think the saturday morning cartoon people realized what was being created when they created the animated series like you know these new stories about spock and kirk and 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 they're all considered canon and i think the thing that they did with clone wars is for a lot of us that were looking for something to watch in between a lot of years when there wasn't star wars being made all we had was clone wars and they tied it in because to be honest most of us never thought we were going to get that that last trilogy whether it should have been made or not um it was so here's what i could like say about um <laughs> well, we got to wrap this up. So, last point, and we're done. Yeah. So, wrap um, it up. Final I point. I lost my train of thought. Never mind. We're well, then let's just wrap it up. I guess we're good then. No, I mean, yeah. lots of good stuff. Go see Black Adam. If you haven't watched Tales of the Jedi yet um, and you really love Star Wars, watch it because I feel like you'll really enjoy it, especially if you understand. You'll really kind of get some. Uh, especially if you get a, a sense of, of, again, where these things are happening within the timeline. Oh, I just remember what you I know, thought. Finish I it, think yeah. through, Star Wars, given what it is, like, yes, when you think of, like, Luke Skywalker and, like, Anakin, like, you think of the live-action versions for a lot of people. You think of, like, the actual movie. But, like, Star Wars is probably going to be around for millennia, like, given the how big of, like, given the fan base. So there will be a time, and if they just keep making this animated style and more and more characters that are established get animated to it, like... It might be that the baseline of Star Wars one day is the animated stuff. And that in 50 years, if you have Luke, then, like, then you're going to be... There might be a... Di- like, one day there will probably be a different live-action Luke Skywalker. But if you keep this animation style, there will only ever be one animated Anakin or one animated Luke. So, it, and instead, like, in 20 years, 30 years, and the, maybe the story that you're adapting or you're telling a story off another story, you're instead, are like, you can just have it in the timeline. You can explore anywhere in the timeline. Yeah, you, sure. You don't have to rely on a single actor with, with, yep. with, that, with that face. You have just a, a blank canvas that you can, like, plop in. De- kind of like Game of Thrones. Where, like, Game of Thrones, George R.R. R. Martin just plops into wherever part of the timeline he feels like when he's writing his other stuff. Like, he has the main saga, but there's plenty of short stories in, like, this big history book right. that House of the Dragon okay. is based off of that's all over the place. Right. You well, can let's do not the go same down another, thing. Let's not go down another, ra- another yeah. tangent here. All right. Well, this was our quick episode, yeah, which sure. was only three minutes shorter than our normal length. Uh, but and definitely, it was good. Yeah, that was us. Awesome. We were excited. It was good stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, again, get out and see the stuff we've been talking about. We appreciate you uh, tuning in. And we hope you like this kind of uh, special episode that we did. And we'll be back next week with another one. Take care. Yeah.